0: Whom did Christ die? That is the subject under discussion in this uh, podcast episode of Gospel Repentance Ministries. I am Brother Dale, your host. We are still currently in the summer series. And once again, the theme for this summer series is Matthew chapter 4, verse 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So, back to the question, for whom did Christ die? And to most uh, evangelicals, I would say 99 out of 100, they would say Jesus Christ died for everyone. He died for the sins of everybody that will ever live because everybody needs salvation. And that very much is true. I wholeheartedly agree that everyone uh, needs to be saved but you and I both know that not everyone will be saved because most people will die having rejected the Lord Jesus Christ in unbelief and they will perish so herein lies a um, an issue I guess a paradox and this is what I want to bring about in this uh, episode and it's this if Jesus Christ died for the sins of everyone in other words if he's taken away their sin debt if he has satisfied the father's wrath against sin because you have to understand sin absolutely must be punished and also it's very important to understand that all sins will be paid for someone is going to pay for every sin that is ever committed in the earth realm throughout all history so here's here's the reality of it either Jesus Christ pays the penalty for your sins or the sinner themselves will pay the penalty for their sins eternally in hell that is the reality uh, ladies and gentlemen all sin will be paid for either by Jesus Christ Uh, when he died on the cross at Calvary some 20 centuries ago or the person who dies in their unbelief who dies in sin they will pay the price and the penalty for their own sins eternally that is the reality so here is the point that I'm trying to uh, make and trying to get uh, all of you who are listening to understand if Christ died for your sins then you will not pay the penalty for your sins because if he dies for your sins and he suffered the penalty already for your sins in other words he uh, endured the wrath of God to satisfy your sin debt and then you die in sin and unbelief that is what some have called double jeopardy and you can't be punished Uh, for sins that have been paid for by the Lord Jesus Christ if He took away your sin debt then you're free from those sins you're free from the penalty of those sins and you're free from the power of those sins they cannot affect you any longer because he absorbed those sins himself he was punished by God for your sins so that means that uh, you are free and you will uh, believe and go into the kingdom of God and dwell with the Lord forever at the end of your life But here is the problem that we uh, come across and that would most people realize they say that Jesus Christ died for all sin even for those who die in unbelief themselves and pay the penalty for their own sins so the question that I would have to ask a person that believes that is that then what good was the atonement for the person who dies and perishes in hell? Were their sins actually atoned for? And the answer to that question has to be no. Jesus did not die for their sins. If you die and pay the penalty for your own sins then how can you say Jesus Christ died for your sins? He couldn't have. Because if he died for your sins then your your sins have been forgiven they have been washed away by the blood of Jesus Christ so we have uh, taught that unfortunately wrong if Jesus Christ uh, paid the penalty for your sins but you still die in unbelief then you have to believe one or two things number one you believe that you, you you would have to believe number one that Christ's atonement was insufficient for you Because although you're saying that he died for your sins, yet you die in unbelief, then to me what that means is that sin abounded more than grace. And of course, that is unbiblical because that's not what the Bible teaches. It says where sin abound, grace abound all the more. That's in Romans chapter five. You can verify that by turning to the book and reading it for yourself. So that is a serious problem if Jesus Christ died for all your sins yet you die in unbelief then then you would by default have to believe that Jesus Christ died for all your sins except the sin of unbelief if Jesus Christ died for all your sins he died not only for uh, he died for all your sins including the sin of unbelief so if you're in Christ then he died for the sin of unbelief that sin cannot be some type of maverick Adam that escapes the blood of Christ and is not washed away and covered by the power of his blood if he died for all of your sins then all your sins are forgiven if you die in unbelief and go to hell then none of your sins were forgiven not a single one of them so either Christ died for all of your sins and you're saved or he died for none of your sins and you're unsaved it can't be well he died for all my sins that a person still perishes in unbelief no because that makes the atonement of Christ ineffective and and what that also means if you're saying that he died for all your sins yet you yet you die in unbelief then that means that it's up to you to actualize your salvation you have to have you gotta somehow be able to come up with the faith to believe you got to somehow be able to incline yourself from unbelief into belief and be saved because christ did his part and so now he's given you an opportunity to be saved only so it's a virtual atonement it's not an actual atonement because he's relying upon sinful dead and trespasses man to actualize or to activate the salvation that God has made available to him. And that's not what the Bible teaches. So, and that's why it's important to understand the doctrine of election because those who are chosen, God has already given them the power to believe once they um, are um, in the earth realm. In other words, God chooses you prior to, to the foundation of the word you're not saved before you're born that doesn't make any sense you're saved after you're born you're you're saved in real time at the precise moment in time that the spirit of God chooses to regenerate your spirit and to give you repentance and faith to believe once you hear the gospel message so once again who did Christ die for he died for the elect he died for the chosen he died for his sheep according to John chapter 10 and his sheep are from every tribe, tongue, people and nation so when the Bible says Jesus Christ died for the sins of the whole world he died not for every single solitary person in the world in other words he didn't die for everybody the same way he died for his chosen the elect uh, completely and finally and those are the ones that are in the kingdom but he did not love on and he did not die for everybody the same way because if he did everybody would be saved but everybody is not saved so he is the savior of all men the bible says according to first timothy 4:10. but it says especially to those who believe so how is he the savior of those who are non-elect who are non-chosen he gives them common grace he doesn't snuff them out uh, at the moment that they um, take their first breath as an infant. He allows them to uh, to live and to receive non-redemptive benefits. Uh, he gives them common grace. He doesn't uh, shut them down or strike them down or kill them as soon as they commit a sin against him, you know, that they blaspheme his name. God could cut us off at any time, but because he's he abounds in mercy, and he's a pure love, a love that's so transcendent that we can't understand, he allows sinful, unbelieving man to live and to prosper and to do well in the earth. And at the same time, he's extending them mercy because he's preaching the gospel to them. But they won't believe and so they will perish and pay the penalty for their own sins. So ladies and gentlemen, please understand the argument that I'm trying to present to you if Jesus Christ died for all your sins truthfully uh, in the atonement then your sins are forgiven you will believe and you will come into the kingdom because that is the will of God if you die in unbelief then Jesus Christ died for none of your sins your sins have not been forgiven and you're going to pay the penalty for your own sins which by the way is fair and just you're receiving uh, the just recompense for your evil ways And so that is all I wanted to say in regards to this Regarding to for whom did Christ die This also would be equivalent to that of limited atonement Which is by the way the third point And the um, five points of Calvinism Also called the doctrines of grace God bless you This is Brother Dale your host I will check you soon in another episode